You're listening to Draw Knives, a Top Chef recap podcast with your hosts, Bernard and Nadia. Hello. Welcome to the Draw Knives podcast. Hi, everybody. That's Nadia. I'm Bernard. Uh, We're into week two. It's a big week for us because we do a recap of the second episode. It's also um, um, kind of a a supersized episode because we're going to be drafting our fantasy teams. That's right. Um, There's a lot to cover. There's a lot lot. to cover. So, and there's so many chefs. So let me walk through the really quick, the recap. So season 19, episode two recap. We have the guest judge, um, Houston chef and James Beard, American Classics Award winner, Irma Galvin. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. Uh, The quick fire in 30 minutes, make the Tex-Mex classic queso, as well as uh, a dipped element that is not a tortilla chip. Winner gets immunity. Um, Jay admits <laughs> right off the top, she's never made queso. Um, so here are the here are the dishes. Stephanie makes a pepper jack and extra sharp cheddar queso with corn fritter. Monique makes a fried mustard greens with fondue and uh, pickled peppers. Damar makes a mild cheddar queso with pickled serrano chilies and toasted breadcrumbs with smoked paprika. Buddha makes a nacho average spring roll with <laughs> chorizo queso and guacamole. Nick does a pork belly and blue crab surf and turf queso with beet and sweet potato chips. Evelyn did an adobo con queso with taro chips. Sarah hush puppy with cheddar, pepper jack, and Sichuan chili bean paste queso. Uh, Sam did a gruyere queso blanco uh, with pepper pancake. Robert did a queso Oaxaca funduta with jalapeno salsa and fried white asparagus. Ashley did a blue cheese fonduta with roasted sweet potato fries. Joe did her uh, harissa queso with Basque peppers, cilantro salsa, and roasted cauliflower. Luke did a queso with smoked mozzarella, sharp cheddar manchego, and a milk crepe. Jay did a Korean-style queso with stir-fried chorizo, potato chips, and pickles. And finally, Jackson did a crispy mozzarella and parmigiano Reggiano queso with crispy spaghetti cracker. Before we get into who was on the top, bottom, and top, what were your general thoughts on this challenge, Nadia? I think it's a hard one. You know, I feel like queso is something that... I feel like you either know it or you don't know it. I mean, I have only had queso like maybe two, three times in my life. And, you know, and one of one of those times was in Texas. Um, So I feel like it's just it's hard for a chef to come in um, and, 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 you know, someone like Jay who said she's never made it. Maybe she's never even had it. Um, Sure, Sure. You know, it's just so regionally specific. Well, I will say this: if you're going, if you, you you get selected to be on Top Chef, you find out where it's going to be, like Absolutely. Portland or Houston. You should do your homework. You should do your homework and Absolutely. be like, "I'm going to make yes. it once." And, yes. and like, <laughs> right? Like, right. I, for me, like, whenever we go to a place, and then like one of the challenges like this happens, and someone says, "Like, I don't even know what that is." I'm like, right. "What? What were you doing the second you got the acceptance letter, and then you or call?" And then you found out the location, like I would be obsessed You'd with trying to find to out do, yeah, do your what research. all the research about that area, exactly. because clearly exactly. at some point, 
they're going to do something involving specifically food mm-hmm. in that area. I For will sure. Say, I've made queso myself. I like queso a lot. My biggest fi- like food uh, reference point for queso is the Courtney McBroom uh, video. I said that to you, didn't oh, I? Oh, I think so. Yeah, a long time Courtney ago. Courtney McBroom yes. used to work uh, at um, where'd you Milk work? Bar. At Milk, Milk Bar. Bar. Mm-hmm. And she has this very... I think I can't remember who the munchies, I think. Um could be. that sounds did familiar. a video yeah. about like because she's from Texas and she made this really she made queso and she's so she and she's from Texas, so she's like had very specific and um important things to say about her opinions about queso. But I will say the thing that I was really struck by when I watched that video um is how thin the queso looked in hmm. this challenge. I noticed that none of the people who had thin quesos did well. Right. And that was a complaint uh, with, with some of the right. quesos that it was like, too thin. And I will tell you like, too thin. exactly. I, I will say I kind of want a thicker, like in, and again, in concept, mm-hmm. like I kind of want a thicker cheese sauce, a queso. Mm-hmm. I, I think the thin is off-putting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too watery or something. I just like more grip, I guess, to a chip or whatever oh, I the thing is. I mean, if you're going to dip something into something, you want it to clean. It has to be sort of like know? a perfect consistency because you don't want it to be thick. Right. You want it to have sort of like a give. To, it's like, the, you know, trying to find that exact consistency, you know, is perfect. So Yeah, and that seems to be like personal preference too. Sure. Yeah, and it's clear that the two judges, uh, Irma and Padma, both like sort of a, a slightly thicker, like a mm-hmm. consistency than um, than uh, some of these chefs created. So the the bottom was Sam, uh, Robert, and Jackson. Sam he made that uh, that pancake and did not go over well. It's too greasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert, it was a consistency thing. I think uh, it's too thin. It, uh, they I think they found it too thin. Yeah. Um, I you know when I when when. Uh, when he was planning on the asparagus as the dipper, I thought that was a really smart idea at first. I'm, I'm yeah, kinda, it's funny because know, I have like that it a, didn't work out. I, I don't like white asparagus as a, like an item. Why? Like, I just think it's like <laughs> there's like nothing to it white just asparagus. Looks wrong. It just looks wrong and like I don't know, like. But it feels more. A, I don't know. It's just it's it's. A, I it's thought it was texture. a smart idea. No, no. A, I, yeah, I like the yeah. I like the idea of like and clearly you know when and Jackson loses as well. They hated Jackson's <laughs> and oh, Jackson sort of took yeah. the idea of he like, just went a little too far. He went too far with turning the concept, concept. Yeah, on its head. And I think uh, Padman mm-hmm. makes a really good point here, which is it's okay to like do that as long as what you do create ends up being better than the initial original version. And I'm like. Right. I was like, when I read the description, I was like, oh, this is exactly the kind of thing I think I would like. But when you're comparing it to- Oh, sure, I'm sure it's delicious. When you compare it to, you know, 13 other people's versions of queso, and then yours has no dip at all. It's like, it has to be right. so much better. If you just didn't better. follow the instruction, right. They were asking for something that could be dipped into something else and he right. didn't- And he's like, I'm just gonna um, do Execute else. that. Um, yeah. And then the top was Evelyn- <laughs> Nick and Damar. Um, you know, it's yeah. funny with Nick, when Nick started talking about doing this, like uh, the crab and pork belly, mm-hmm. which I'm a big crab and pork belly fan. I'm always mm-hmm. like, uh, that doesn't sound good for a queso for me. Uh, I kind of I, like those yeah, things separated. I, yeah. 
Uh, and yeah, I'm not a big sweet too. potato fan. Uh, so I was like, this is just not my jam, but they really also just it. like crab and cheese. I don't know. It just doesn't, you know, I know and, seafood and cheese. It's tricky. Cause like, I very know tricky. some people are like, you know, you ask, um, like some people they're like, that, that's a big no, no. But then like see, mm-hmm. some people like, you know, crab melt, which is cheese right, over. Right, right. Crab. right. So, you know, everyone to each, everyone their own it for me, the style of cheese that they're doing here, I would not want crab with but apparently they both really liked it and put him in the top uh damar ended up winning um, i was surprised i was surprised I too because was surprised. it looked really um, regular <laughs> it didn't super look simple and then yeah, also, yeah they really liked that he used the serrano pepper as his dipper which uh mm-hmm. required nothing other than cutting it and take deseeding it mm-hmm. um but they yeah. liked the freshness and i think this is an ex- a, a moment where um, people who are sort of more tweezery, I guess, like the the mm-hmm. Buddhas of the world and mm-hmm. like Jacksons of the not Jackson, um, uh, Luke's Luke, of the world, probably were like yeah. worked in high dine restaurants. When they're given a challenge where it's like you need to just remove all of this stuff and just do something mm-hmm. that's just super tasty, they just can't. Yeah, they just can't. Un- like they can't compute it. It's like a like yeah. a, giving a computer yeah. problem to someone to a computer. And sure, like, it's hard to go comp- back. Yeah. It's totally un- yeah. like they don't understand the language. Um, so Damar wins. He gets uh, the um, immunity, uh, and then elimination challenge. Which I will start off by saying uh, this elimination challenge was very confusing to understand until we were actually doing the elimination challenge. Agree. I texted Agree. you. I know, you know, when, when Padma was started uh, um, giving the chef testants the instructions, I was just like, I don't, I don't understand football. I don't watch football. I don't know what a yard means. I don't know how a touchdown happens. Like I'm so confused. It but became once it very started, clear. It, yeah. Yeah. It became it was very actually clear really once fun to watch. It. it was actually yeah. like one of the yeah. best. It's, it's sort of like also they could have like, right. Like here's the thing, right. Like in a, in a cooking competition, this is sort of what Top Chef does, right? Like where you need to have sort of like, you're in a ridiculous setting and you have like mm-hmm. mascots and like, there's sort of like this right. strange, like there has to be this otherworldliness to it where it's like, this is clearly not. It's like the TV aspect to it. Right, exactly. And it makes like, it like, fun. It makes yeah, it fun. fun. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you're not, yeah. if you're going to be annoyed over that, like you're in yeah. the wrong show, right? <laughs> like you just have to sort of get into it and like accept yeah, that this is sort totally. of the ridiculousness of it. like, serving a seven course carb rich you know mm-hmm. meal on a football mm-hmm. it's just it's it's insane um it's so insane. the guest judges are houston chef uh chris shepherd and um uh former uh top chef winner brooke williamson um the chefs draw knives each knife has uh, a wildcat or cougar label on it uh, so the teams are divided into two wildcats is Sam, Sarah, Robert, Damar, Monique, Luke, and Joe. Cougars are Evelyn, Nick, Buddha, Ashley, Stephanie, Jay, and Jackson. Uh, wildcats get a, uh, they each get their own sh- uh, coaches, former um, contestants. Uh, Don Burrell from last year, Houston native, uh, is uh, the Wildcats coach. And Sam Talbot, um, wow. Talk about blast from the past, Sam Talbot. Yeah, season um, what three? Two? What was he from? I think season two. two? Long um, time ago. Long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, he was. He had the nickname, if I remember correctly, "Hot Diabetic," um, because he has di- oh, diabetes, and he's right. very attractive. Yes. He's like a tall, attractive man. He's very. He's, um, my uh, my <laughs> wife, when well, you're watching it, she goes, "Who's that?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I know. He's 
He's very attractive. Um, he is yeah, very attractive. It's amazing because, you know, so much time has passed since he's he was on the show, but he still looks amazing. He looks amazing. And he's and he's clearly like a great person to have for television. And like, what a great, mm-hmm. he was a great, he was a great coach. I think that these two coaches did a very good job for the most part. Uh, so the challenge is 90 minutes um, to make a carbohydrate rich seven course meal to be served head to head against the chef from the opposing team. There are five judges, so each vote is five yards. The goal is to get 100 to score a touchdown. If neither team does, uh, then all chefs are eligible for overall win and overall loss. Okay. Coin toss. Cougars win. They pick offense, so they get to choose first. So the first course is Buddha versus Damar. Uh, there's it's funny because it starts off they were like Cougars were like we're gonna go with Buddha right off the bat you know start off right at the bat and then Wildcats um, the coach Don wanted to go with with Luke and Luke just looked at her like wait we didn't talk about this like I'm going for and then Demar just jumps in and then good for him yeah good, good for, for him, him. Uh, like you just jumped in um, Buddha yeah. did a grains and wheat inspired mujadara. Uh, with grapes, yogurt, and cucumbers. And Damar did a dairy pharaoh with induya, chicken thighs, and chicken liver. Really both, like, again, like, just strong dishes. Um, both look great. Both, both look, look great. great. Um, and Damar wins I also four feel to like one. Damar, Damar said something about the dish being inspired by his mom. And I feel yes. like anytime, you know, anytime they say something like that, it just like you, you realize that yeah, this is something the, that comes from the heart yes, and, yes. and it well, really, it's genuine. I mean, in this case, it seemed genuine. It's funny because Damar in the elimination is, I think, prepping next to Buddha and it's like, what are you making? And Buddha's describing what he's making. And he's like, that sounds so complicated. And like, over the top and then you see like him him go up and he's like oh, i'm going up against buddha for this elimination it probably has like fireworks and like lasers or smoke or what right. like it just it's it's always this two two like types of chefs who are like i cook from the heart yeah. I, I my plates aren't pretty but they they taste really good and, and then, then you the got other, the other ones micro like greens micro greens like- the tweezers, <laughs> tweezers right like the ones who worked at like you know, they have 15 Michelin stars tattooed on yeah. their butt. You know, it's like, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's like, they're just these two, and they're, and they're like, there's sort of like a, like, like a infer- inferiority complex for the ones who don't have the Michelin stars. They're like, my food is just sure. as good as yours. And yeah. what's funny about that is this example, this is an example of a challenge where blind tasting, like based on like the setting and what they want, it was clear right away when I watched it, I was like, Oh, Buddha's gonna lose this round. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so yeah. clear what they want here. Yeah. They're on a football field. Oh, they're like, on, is, on a stadium. Yeah. It's yeah a, it's I like, mean, you yeah, want it's, like you just Buddha want had delicious his, tasting football food. Simple. Mm-hmm. Simple, flavorful, punchy, seasoned well. Like it's it seems so um bare bones, but like it's all the care they care about is flavor here. They don't like it, does not need to be pretty, right? As we'll talk about with other dishes, but like yes, yes. So Buddha, who did, I'm sure, a very good job as well, but just happened to go up against Damar, uh, loses four to one. So Wildcats go out to a 20 to five lead. Course two, they do put up Luke here for Wildcats, and Ashley goes up. Now, at one at this point, Stephanie was supposed to go, it seems like, but then Ashley's like, my meatballs are drying out. I want to go. And Stephanie's like, sure, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So Luke does a pumpkin, con- pumpkin confit with walnut oil, Reduction of seaweed and mushroom with pickled pumpkin. 
and Ashley does a farro and quinoa porridge, teff and turkey meatballs with shoots and sprout salad. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Ashley wins four to one here. I didn't, you know, I didn't tied. think, speaking of like presentation, I didn't think her dish looked particularly amazing, but I guess they thought that it was very well seasoned. Yeah. Um, and if the complaint against Luke was that his dish was not well seasoned, then of course she would win. And, and again, we have an example of just like the first course, like the pumpkin confit looked prettier. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like you saw oh, it. Absolutely. Like, oh, that's, that's a yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really yeah. pretty dish. But yeah. Like, but that didn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like this is, this is like, you have to understand sort of what the challenge is really asking of you and understanding the setting. Uh, so now they're both tied. The teams are tied 25 apiece. Third course, uh, Cougar send up Jay. Robert goes up for the Wildcats. Uh, Jay did a, a Frica salad, tossed fermented blue plum and pomegranate vinaigrette uh, with spiced panko. Uh, Robert does a wild mushroom taco, butter bean puree, with tomato salsa and jalapeno salsa. This was a close one. Very close. Um, and it went three to Robert. Um, uh, Robert, you know, it's funny because Padma goes, mushroom tacos are like <laughs> yeah. my favorite. And right. it's like, man, right. talk about like hitting right. it out of the park. I will well, say this- another point of research, like, you know, going into the competition, like, is there a way to, I don't know, like find out oh. what Tom and Padma love to eat, oh, you know, you've got to play on that. that book someday. Yeah. Nadia. Like it's not a, it, it isn't, it isn't like a long book. It's like, don't do risotto. A like, um, uh, <laughs> like just don't do it. Like don't ever do it. Like no matter what, just don't do it. Or, um, uh, season, season your food. Well, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. She but the, these are like little nuggets of wisdom. Like, did he know that Padma loves right, mushroom right, right. tacos? Or, you know, like, or like, um, uh, Tom hates okra, right? Like things like that, where mm-hmm. you're like, okay, mm-hmm. these are just like, it's like, okay, you don't, just ha- don't cook. You that. just yeah. have to know these things before yeah. you walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, so Robert wins. He he ekes out a three-two win. Wildcats are up third, forty to thirty-five. Course four is Joe versus Stephanie. Joe for Wildcats. Stephanie for Cougars. Joe does a black garlic barley congee with green pepper and tamari infused mushroom slaw. Stephanie does a feijoada with rice, cilantro salad, tossed cassava, and orange. This was not Ooh, a close one. No, um, very rough for Stephanie. Very rough. Stephanie loses five zero. Uh, Joe wins five zero over Stephanie. Um, this is an example because Joe they they go over how like her congee just isn't turning out well mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and her coach and her like what do we do to like pump this up and she puts the black garlic in and is like yes this is now yeah. working this work yeah. dish works now yeah stephanie when discussing her dish she does this feijoada which she really wanted to do right off the bat she wanted to do beans um this beans dish um and she had cooked it with all this meat and then took all the meat out took it out yeah. And then served it on the plate with broken rice. It's like, this is a disaster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That did it's, not go well for her at all. At all. I, and she fought, she fought for a rice dish too. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, her and who was it? Jackson. Jackson. Both, yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause We're, Jackson wanted to do a rice dish and then she's like, you just do it. It's fine. And I'll do something right. else. And then he um, sulked about it for a little bit. It yeah, seemed yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, um, but I'm also really happy Joe won this round. I feel like I kind of, every time somebody makes kanji on the show, I kind of like happy cry inside a little bit. Because kanji I mean, is so, kanji I mean, is... I grew, I was weaned on kanji. I grew up eating kanji. 
Um, it's just the kind of food that I always thought was just kind of, you know, blah growing up. But now it just, every time I have it, even if it's bland, it just, if you know, even, it, that, even like it means so much to still, me. Right, yeah, I know. It's yeah, it's like, sort of rep- it, it's yeah, emotionally, yeah, yeah. it triggers yeah. something. It's that moment in Ratatouille. Yeah, it, 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 it reminds, <laughs> it's like, um, like it hits your occipital brain and like, yeah. you know, and like, hits yeah, I'm you like, goes, oh, I'm, I'm, oh. A, I'm a child again. I know. I know. It's so yeah. simple. It's something so, so comforting. It seems silly. But it's like, yeah. no, it, it's because food carries memories. It's why we mm-hmm. love food, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So Joe wins 5-0 here. Wildcats jump to a 65-35 to 35 lead. Course 5, we have Nick go up against Monique. Uh, Nick for Cougars, Monique for the Wildcats. Sam, mm. who was going to go next, says the team should put Monique's dessert up since it is the best dish left on their team so they can build the lead. And, mm-hmm. you know... Um, and they all agree. So Nick, he does a purple sweet potato and pot liquor with lemon yogurt, Swiss chard, and crispy sage. Monique did a Biko with caramelized coconut milk. And Nick wins 4-1, uh, surprising, uh, surprising, I think, everyone. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, Wildcats go up to 70. Uh, Cougars are at 55. That was a rough one because rough. it was just a you know the, the the call that they made it could have it could have gone either way and I like I feel like Monique's dish was probably so good too. Yes, yes. I mean, it did get one vote from Brooke, mm, and she said mm-hmm. she loved that she's going to lick the plate after she left. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it was excellent. Um, it just happened to go up against uh, that dish. I listen. I I I understand. I understand the like. Uh, um, the thought process um, uh, and there's no way to know how good Nick's was uh, but I think obviously in retrospect we know Monique should have gone later and, and gone in yeah. the last spot their concern yeah. for for Wildcats was that she was they were going to win and she wasn't going to she wasn't her her points weren't going to go in because they were right they were going to, they you know, so. gonna, yeah they weren't going to get there yeah uh, so Nick wins 4-1 uh, course six Sam goes up against Evelyn, uh, Sam for Wildcats, Evelyn for, um, for Cougars. Sam does a roasted sweet potato brush with brown butter, white soy, and garlic with yogurt dressing. Evelyn does a mixed greens with turmeric, uh, tamarind, noak tam, fresh herb salad, and turmeric uh, sea bass. Um, Sam, I think, feels really like bad about the last course because it was his idea to do this change. So he feels a lot of pressure to come together here. Uh, Evelyn, who had originally, uh, her dish was originally with a rice noodle, ended up scrapping it because the rice noodle wasn't cooking out well and changed it to sort of like I a bunch of gr- her, leftover greens. Like, what? What? Just watching her try to cook those rice noodles. It's like, what? What are you doing? Well, and I was doing? like, why are you cooking this so early? Like the rice noodles do not, yeah. like they're showing it. Like, they put them in like hot boiling water with like, like so little water. And I was, yeah, I, I was that, like, this is a somebody who has kind of surprised me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Sam <laughs> wins that. cooked a lot of Southeast Asian food too. I was like, I don't understand what is happening here. Yes, indeed. It, it's, like, it's just funny because like, she's like, they're slippery and they don't, the texture's off. And I was like, well. Yeah. You, like you're I, I would tell rice you, noodles. Like we're yeah. not even. This is not rocket science. I know this I, is like mm, I can name many. You know, ninety minutes is not hard to do rice noodles. So it's surprising. No. I, I will say, I this is one of those things where I, I I I sort of I get annoyed with when because the the chefs know ahead of t- like the the judges know ahead of time because of Brooke, for example, and 
Tom, then rice rolls were supposed to be on the dish, right? That was the concept. It was like, yeah. so like Pat was like, I thought we were having rice noodles here. And it's like, what do you, like, my, my thing is like, what are you supposed to say there? Like, there's no, you know what happened. Everyone <laughs> yeah. knows what happened. Yeah. You don't need to call them out, but you have to, because that's what, and it's just so annoying. Like, the it sort of colors the way you look at the dish now. For me, like, sure, because what matters really is what's in front dish. of me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's so, it's, I find that really annoying. Um, anyway, whatever. Um, it's like, they just want you to say, sorry, it didn't work I out. Failed. I didn't like it. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, I pivoted. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, again, with your presentation, I didn't. I didn't think Sam's looked particularly pretty at all. It looked kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it was like but what just is this all dish? the components of yes. like white yes. soy, garlic, anchovies. I'm like that. That probably tastes delicious. Yeah, yeah. Um, so seventh course comes up, and now you know Cougars are, are behind ninety to six, sixty to ninety, and so Jackson. For Wildcats, Sarah for for um, Cougars, and Sarah is really not happy because she was not supposed to go in seven. She was supposed to be six. The same, you know, this was supposed to be the dessert course, and she's now upset over the the decision. You know, in retrospect, the decision to like she now is the closing dish. Mm. Sarah does a celebration of chickpea, chickpea hummus, panisse crouton, soca, and puff chickpea. Jackson does a polenta cake with ripped whipped yogurt and blueberry. And the, the blueberry sauce has miso and lemon zest in it. And 5-0, Jackson sweeps. Uh, Wildcats do not improve yeah. on 90. Cougars do improve to 85. Don't No one gets a touchdown. Um, right. And they don't even know, oh, do a, like top three dishes. They just pick one MVP and the winner mm-hmm. is Damar. Um, yeah. So, I yeah. mean, Damar Again, has a very surprised. good week. Yeah. Very, Excellent very week. good week. And he went so early on that I actually forgot how much they liked his dish that by the time they selected yeah. MVP, I was like, oh, right. That's that how dish that's that came how, out, right. you know, five commercials ago. Right, 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 right. Um, and the bottom was Jackson, Sarah, and Stephanie. Um, sorry, not Jackson. I apologize. Sarah, Luke. Luke L- right? Sorry, Luke. I meant Luke. Um, this is what happens when you're taking notes late at night. Uh, Luke, Stephanie, <laughs> and Sarah. Um, you know, I, I get Sarah's annoyance over the strategy, but her dish wasn't good. And I no. think in her head, she thinks if she had gone in, in sixth, she would have done Fared better. better. And possibly, I just, I mean, it's, it's possible, but like, it wasn't good. And you know how you know, mm-hmm. when you know it wasn't good is on the bottom three. Yeah. Um, and it's okay. You can have a bad week. You just have to make sure you're not the worst of the week. Um, Stephanie made some very critical errors here. Obviously, the rice is a huge mistake, but like I really do not understand taking all the meat out of the beans. Yeah, there. like the feijoada yeah. should have. Why? She, if she had left all right. that, I think she would have gotten. She wouldn't have won that. That she would have not been on the bottom though. Like making it like I, I just I don't understand the strategy there at all. Um, I don't either. Makes- I mean, she. I guess her. She was trying to. She was saying that she was trying to focus on on the carbs. But then all you all she ended up with was literally broken rice that I think right was, and especially this is broken rice well. is on Good. top of the dish. It's like you yeah. can just see it's broken, right? Um, all right, so now we go to uh, uh, last night's kitchen, Leah versus Stephanie. They oh have to gosh. do local ingredients, um, and Tom throws them uh, rattlesnake, uh, rattlesnake versus just... alligator. 
Oh my God. I hate snakes. I would have just conceded. I would be yeah. like, you know what? You go, I'm, I'm going home. I'll be, I'm going home. You, you take the win. You take the Goodbye. win. I'm done. Um, yeah. Leah does a cornmeal crested rattlesnake with grapefruit jicama salad and yogurt grapefruit schmear. Stephanie does a pepper soda marinated fried alligator lemon and chermula sauce with sliced grapefruit and scallions. Um, they were both very good. Apparently, uh, Tom says, uh, however, um, Leah's seasoning was more on point than Stephanie's. So Stephanie is officially eliminated and we have officially 14, 14. left, which leads <laughs> us right Two. now to our draft. Okay. Um, very exciting. Dun, 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 um, dun. Nadia uh, yeah. lost last year. So I got to choose between picking first and fourth. It's a snake draft. So um, uh, one person gets one, four, um, and, uh, and, and then the other person gets two, three, and so on. So um, I declined uh, position one. Um, I'm giving that to, to her. Uh, Nadia, mm-hmm. you can take first pick. Who are you going to pick? And talk to us about why you picked this person at one. Out of You get of anyone. And you're picking this person. I could have had anybody. Um, you know, from last week to this week, I, uh, I I've changed my mind about a lot, a lot of the chefs. I, you know, this I feel like this season is very, um, it, it's been very unpredictable for me. Uh, the people that I thought were going to be the strongest, I have since decided otherwise. Well, some people have stayed, you know, near near the top, sure. and and I think, um, but I don't have like a, I, I didn't have a solid, um top three like I like I did the the previous two seasons for example sure sure. um okay so my pick not going to be a surprise to you I think is Sam Kang okay Um, you went with a a fellow um a fellow fellow alumni I'm going to I'm going to support a fellow Momo Fuku alum um I think Sam is showing a lot of potential um he did really well this this elimination challenge. Uh, he did. He did really well this elimination challenge. And even in episode one, I feel like his elimination di- uh, challenge dish showed. He, I think he's just got away with fever. Um, uh, and he, you know, and he seems very cool headed, which I also appreciate uh, in sure. the kitchen. And I and I think I think that will help him in this in this competition. I think um, he's also just. Um, He's, they're they're really making like spending a lot of time with him in these edits mm-hmm. of these episodes. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's I an investment there's, there. There's room to grow, right? Yeah. There's like I can see the beginning of the arc of the Sam Kang story. Sure, sure. So yeah, and, I'm gonna I'm, I'm going like, along for that ride. Yeah, and I I I will say like he was very high on my board as well. Um, Sam is excellent. I think he's going to do very well this season uh may very well win it he's got the pedigree i mean he's an excellent first choice Mm -hmm. this is the hardest i've had in terms of like figuring out my draft board for any year yeah but so i get two and three here uh the next two and i am gonna pick uh with my second pick uh with the second pick overall my first pick buddha low um my wife had a lot to do with this pick because we were watching the most recent episode and buddha they're in the like uh, whole foods and he like talks about they show like a photo of a couple photos of him when he was a kid and, and Buddha was his nickname because he was like a fat kid. Oh. And he was just so like he was just like so adorable. And I think he's a really good chef. Um, and the fact that he is married to a pastry chef, I feel like he had and he did pastry in the first se- um episode. I feel like he has a lot of 
like my concern is like he can't dumb it down so to speak for like challenges like this but he did a very good dish um I think he's a really, really soft. I just think he's delight. He seems like a really delightful person, I and it's always nice I to agree. He was near pick my people. Top. Yeah, yeah, Buddha's Buddha's number two on my board, uh, and I'm picking third. Um, I am picking. I, it was really hard because I had like two people I was really considering here, but I'm gonna go with Ashley. Okay. Um, first, first episode. I had my eye on her. Um, because I think she has a really distinct point of view. The beard domination certainly doesn't hurt. I think she's done really well in all the challenges so far. Um, that first dish she did um, the, the, in the elimination of last week, the Kifto, I just was like, that spoke to me in like a real oh, way. I was like, yeah. okay, this is someone I would want to root for for all of my uh, uh, weeks. So Ashley is my second pick and third overall. Um, now Nadia gets to pick four and five here. So two back to back. Okay. Your next pick, right. Nadia? Okay. Okay. I'm doing some redrafts here because you took one of mine. Sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So next pick is Monique. I was really hoping Monique would slide to me. <laughs> just, um, talk to me about Monique. Tell exhale. me about Owen. She's just been strong, man. She's just been strong. You know, she's been consistently strong. Um, I don't, in my heart of hearts, I don't think she's going to win this competition, but I feel like she's put out a lot of consistently strong, thoughtful yes. dishes. Yes. Um, and I believe in her. So that is also, my... you have to give her credit. Like anyone who does in the first two challenges, a dessert course, you kind yeah. of have to be like thinking about like restaurant wars. They're going to they're like, those are the people yeah. that you're like, yeah, we need sure. those people they're on gonna, our team. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Like She's if I were, like if we get yep. to like restaurant wars and, and, um, and I was like Buddha and I was like the captain, like she'd be one of my first picks. Cause I'm like, I don't want the other team doing dessert. Mm-hmm. Right. So like you'd pick her, right. Like, like strategically speaking, like to take away the people who can do dessert well and you kind of, you know, remove it. Um, that's a great choice. I'm very upset because she was would have been my next pick. Uh, <laughs> who's your okay. uh, next pick? pick my next overall. pick. My next pick. I don't think I, I I could be wrong, but I don't think you're going to be too upset about this. My next pick is Damar. Damar. No, that that is a very good choice. Uh, Damar had a very good season this year. This yeah, episode, this yeah. episode, I mean, um, I am upset. He's just, but are you? Not, but okay. I'm not that okay. upset. Not too, not too upset. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, no. he just had a very strong week. And, and he's one of the chefs I'm talking about who um, he was near the bottom for me after episode one. And, you know, after episode two, um, he very quickly climbed near the top. Um, he, I think, you know, just, just his style of cooking, just to kind of mix it up a little bit in my, in my, the, at least the chefs that I had at the, at the top cooking from the heart, cooking soul food, cooking food, just that is, you know, tasty, delicious. Yeah. And he just, um, something they didn't talk about here because this obviously was taped before the announcement, but a couple of weeks ago, his restaurant in Chicago, he's chef de cuisine for just got a beard nomination. So right. he's clearly of the level. He knows what that, he's doing. You know, yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, Oh gosh. Okay. Next two picks for me. This is gonna be rough. Let me think about this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um I'm gonna pick next um Robert. Okay. Robert won. Robert has done very well so far. And I'm 
kind of surprised he fell this far, honestly. Um, I think he's really good. Um, uh, I think I'm getting good value here at six with Robert. Um, you know, there's a, there's a stat where I think like the 33% of the people who's ever won the very first challenge in top chef, the first elimination mm-hmm. challenge goes on to win overall. So it's, if that's a predictor, this is a good, good value oh, for me. Interesting. Um, oh gosh, the next one's rough. This is now where we're like, uh, yeah. I don't know if I have enough information to make a decision. Yeah, 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 with, yeah. I'm going to go with someone that I, I said to myself, I probably wouldn't go with um, because who would pick a chef who can't taste or smell? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But I'm going to pick Jackson. Okay. Um, I think he's a really sharp chef and I think he'd be much higher on all of our boards if he could... <laughs> If he, he could taste anything. <laughs> um, but I think conceptually, he's a really smart chef. Sure. And so far, yeah. I've really, even with this week's mishap in the um, uh, quick fire, I feel like he's he's just conceptually like a good chef. So he, I feel d- good He that. does strike me as somebody who makes, you know, bold choices. Yes. And that could be good or not. But right, right. I mean, makes choices. There's always going to be one of these people that's in the top seven right now, which we're halfway through the draft it's going to end up like getting booted in the next two episodes and we're both yeah. like, how did that happen? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, you get the next two. Uh, two. Okay. Um, um, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to take Joe. Joe. That's a good Joe. one. That's a good one. She, yeah, I, I might've, I, I was actually, I, she might've even, yeah, she's, she's always been near the top um, in, in my draft board. Um, She's just been another one who's just been, you know, from week one to week two, consistently good. Yes. Um, seems very intelligent about her choices. Um, yeah. And also really um, good in terms of like, de- like uh, um, ver- variety of cooking styles, like having worked yeah. for like Jonathan Waxman. Right, right, right. right. At Barbudo. Um, yeah. And also that, you know, that moment that, that you were talking about when making the kanji, that moment where she was like, this isn't working out. It's I, ha- having the ability to, to, you know, to be honest about that and to taste her food and say something, yeah. you know, this needs something. Um, I mean, admitting, admitting when something isn't right is actually yeah. one of the hardest things to do when you're not in a kitchen that's your own right like when you're in your own kitchen you can kind of understand like okay you, you, like all the elements outside of you are comfortable so like you being able to focus on how this actually tastes so like being able to drown all like you're sitting in like you're standing with all these other chefs cooking it's crazy i'm sure it's noisy it's chaotic and then you're like i guess need to like like hear it in a way like taste this food clearly and and was able to like see that is really jo- Joe's an excellent pick. Yeah. Joe would have been yeah. next on my board, so I'm very upset with you for that. Yeah, well, you'll get over it. Um, next pick for you, one more. Okay, next pick for me. Okay, I'm gonna admit that the next few chefs are just kind of like you know murky. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, we're in the back almost, half. You know, so yeah, a little... a little bit interchangeable, almost. Um, but I'm gonna go with Nick. Nick's a good choice. Uh, the pot liquor. He did well. Yeah, he did well this week. Um, he, again, you know, another another chef who was very near the bottom for me in week one. But I feel like this week he's shown potential. Right. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I don't, the, again, the, the surf and turf uh, queso, I don't think I personally would have liked that or, you know, gone for that, but he, uh, but, but it worked. <laughs> he's, right. he's doing something that, that, that working. Right. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, and, and, um, the guest chef was talking about how I was like, what, what <laughs> that, um, the spice mix. He's like, I have a 26 oh, spice 25 mix. or something. Yeah. Or, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. Like, that tells you a little bit about like, okay, he's a thoughtful, he understands what he, um, he's doing in this situation. Um, mm-hmm. again, yeah, we're in the back half of the draft, but you know, there's value here because what ends up happening is a lot of times these people who you've sort of like, they've had kind of a rough start to the season. They can really survive and do well. I'm going to go with, oh, uh, this could go really any way, can it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Sarah, even okay. though I really didn't like her. Why? Tell me this why week. you're picking Sarah. Um, I think that she's based on her first week, very good. Um, I okay. really was like, I really liked her. Like, I think she's good for TV too. I'm not uh, going to discount that. Um, I think that there's going to be tension between her and Sam because of this decision. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that the, the TV never hurts, you know. Um, mm-hmm. She also has. A, I think she's one of the two beard uh, nominees as well. Uh, it's clear she's she has pedigree and is very good. Um, so I'm going to go with 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 Sarah. My next okay. one's a real wild card because what's going to end up happening here is you get to pick 12, 13, but the 14th pick you also get to pick essentially because you leave me with whoever's 14. So this is my last pick, technically speaking. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like choosing. Um, and I'm going to go with someone who's just not been good so far. <laughs> but I just I have to believe that someone who worked at Noma for eight years. Okay. Can I knew pull it I knew out. where it was going. I knew where it was yeah, going. Yeah, I'm gonna go Luke yeah. here. Okay. I'm gonna go Luke. Okay. Okay. Um All right. yeah, I, All right. I just have to believe that that. He is not going to consistently be this season. Like, here's the thing: they keep on bringing up seasoning for him as being an issue. I mean, if you remember last year, Dawn, that was an issue. Like, seasoning was an issue for Dawn last year. Like, mm-hmm. they kept on like, what's That's up with right. the seasoning here? So, That's I feel right. like there's a way to progress. You know, because I think conceptually he's very good. Yeah, I think the issue yeah. is really like he just doesn't like put more salt or whatever the seasoning yeah. is. That, you yeah, know. and he could learn that very quickly. And adjust it. That's that's mm-hmm. a something that's adjust. Mm-hmm. What's difficult to adjust is like when you just have a badly conceived dish. How do you fix it? Like you right. can put all or if the you're good limited in your ideas, or right, you know, right. you're right. a one trick pony. With it, with and he's clearly least, not. Yeah, he definitely has like more going on. He just needs to fix the seasoning stuff, and I think he will. So I'm very, I'm feeling kind of okay. like yeah. this could okay. be a good sleeper choice. pick for me. Yeah, yeah, um, and they, and also camera wise, they've you know the TV time they've invested so much in him, and they've obviously mentioned that he's worked at Noma no less than twenty five times. So right, we all right, know right. he has right. been at Noma for almost yeah. a decade. Okay, you know, this Chef has to be Renee, going somewhere. I'm sure Chef Renee is like Venmoing Padme and Tom, like please don't, <laughs> please don't eliminate him yeah, so not early. Not, not yet, because it's embarrassing. Yet. You've mentioned Noma so many times. All right. Um, so you get to pick 12, 13, and then I'm okay. left with whoever's left. All right. So, okay. So the three ladies left. I'm going to go with um, Evelyn and Evelyn. Jay. Evelyn and Jay, which makes sense because they're the two that are left in the competition and not in LCK. 
Yeah. Uh, and also means- just, you, you know, f- cooking wise, flavor wise, I just, um, I think I align with their, uh, their cooking style sure, more. Sure. Um, not that I know Leah's cooking style too well yet, but rattlesnake is not my favorite. Right, right. It's uh, hard to, but, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Evelyn coming from a lot of Southeast Asian kitchens and Jay, um, you know, with Korean background, um, it's just food that I like to eat. That's all. That's really all it is. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and you know, uh, Jay has a really good pedigree. Um, and then uh, Evelyn, I know she worked at like say Kin Shop, which was an excellent restaurant that yes. doesn't exist anymore. Yes, yes. So, you know, and clearly... I also saw that she worked at a, a Malaysian restaurant in the East Village, which I don't think exists anymore, called Masak. It was so good. It was a little hole in the wall. And when I saw that she had worked there, I was like, oh, I want, like week one, I thought, okay, I want this woman on my team. All right. And you got and her at 12, which is an incredible I did, value. I did. Yeah. I do feel like Evelyn and, uh, and, and Jay are both people that they could just end up being like, we're in, we're in the last eight or last six and they're just there. You they're know, just totally, there. Yeah. Totally could see that happening. Yeah. And there's yeah. always, always in the show, like someone where you're like, how did they make it? Oh, absolutely. To week six or week five, absolutely. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and so I get Leah who uh, I'm not actually that upset about because Leah, although she's in uh, LCK, she has a ton of, as we mentioned last week, a ton right. of uh, competition food experience. I feel really yeah. good about it. Yeah. Um, so the teams, uh, Nadia, you have Sam, Monique, Damar, Joe, Nick, Evelyn, and Jay. And I have Buddha, Ashley, Robert, Jackson, Sarah, Luke, and Leah. Now, um, yeah. we have this year decided the stakes uh, which is going to be ice cream. Uh, Nadia, what did you choose? Five pints of what? Uh, salt and straw. I've salt never had straw salt and straw, but it's delicious. I've never had oh, salt and straw. It's I've had awesome. Jenny's. That's what you picked, right? Sure, I picked Jenny's. Yeah. I'm from Ohio and I'm a big Jenny's fan. Uh, and so I, I am loyal to my state of Ohio, my home state of Ohio, and I'm picking Jenny's because I think they're delicious. Um, so I'm doing five of, uh, Jenny's and you're picking five of salt and straw. Um, salt and straw, I believe is a Portland based company, although they have locations in, um, California and others. Um, but yeah, excellent choices. I feel um, good. I feel I'm good. going to, uh, send you the exact rubric in terms of points and stuff, but I'm very excited. I think, are you feeling good about your team? I feel great. <laughs> I feel like I might not lose terribly this year. <laughs> I think this is going to be, I think this is a really evenly matched uh-huh. teams. I I have no confidence that I will win this year. I really am looking at this. I'm like, this it's, could I be bad this, for me. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I think this season is just very, it just seems, I don't know. It, it really could, I feel like it could go any which way. I really don't know. I mean, just going from week one to week two, there've been so many surprises and shifts and I really don't know what to expect next week. Well, that's exciting. That's what makes it exciting. Um, yeah. All right, Nadia, uh, have a great week. We will see you next week. Thank you. Thank you, Bernard. Bye.